We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Esports Biz Show. I'm your host, Justin Jacobson. This week we'll be discussing esports brands. Just as a disclaimer, nothing here is intended as legal advice. It's all the information for educational purposes only. This week's guest is Michael Lee. Michael is the CEO and co-founder of InfiniKey. InfiniKey provides custom mechanical keyboards and keycaps. They've worked with companies and esports teams such as Google, Team Liquid, Washington Justice, and Cloud9. Prior to this, Michael was the Chief Strategy Officer for custom keyboard company, The Key Company. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Justin. My pleasure to start. Tell us about your past esports and gaming experience. What was the first game you played? Uh, So the earliest game I can remember was sneaking over to my neighbor's house so that we could play Final Fantasy 1 on the NES together. Uh, That I've always been a big RPG fan. That was my first memory, I believe. I didn't have a console back then. And then eventually, uh, I got big into gaming with all the consoles, PlayStation, um, you know, N64. The first game that I really fell in love with, and I think started to open my eyes on the future of gaming, was the original Super Smash Bros. There was just this level of excitement, you know, playing with friends, uh, split screen, or I guess that game wasn't split screen, but, you know, your character is all controlled by you on the same screen. And, you know, y- you started to see friends of mine, uh, people I knew, beginning to become more obsessed about gaming compared to sports or other hobbies. Um, and that's that's probably my most played game in, of, of my childhood. Awesome. Well, Smash is definitely a great one. So how'd you kind of get involved in the esports and gaming business? Right. So I've always been interested in the gaming industry. Uh, I've, I've been watching the esports industry grow over the last several years uh, exponentially. And I kind of fell into working alongside or in esports uh, through the current new company, Infiniki. We started developing these custom keyboard products. We work with a lot of different industries. And the natural first industry we started to engage with a lot was esports. Uh, it's, it's one of the few where mechanical keyboards is not only known amongst people in, in the industry, but very common. Uh, most gamers, PC gamers use a mechanical keyboard and we immediately thought, okay, let's bring the excitement and customization options of keyboards that you see in sort of the enthusiast hobby communities. And let's bring that to esports and gaming, because if, if we could get, people's favorite esports teams, people's favorite gaming brands, anything associated with gaming onto a keyboard, that could be really exciting for uh, you know different fan bases, different customers, different communities. 
So tell us a little about your day-to-day is like on behalf of the company. So the day-to-day is pretty hectic. We are technically a new startup. We, we um, initially launched the Infinity brand. The, the Infinity brand used to be a keycap brand under the key company by CEO Jason Knapp. He started the brand of keycaps. I worked with their company for a couple of years and then realized that we could probably greatly expand the B2B operations of keyboards. So we established a new company in March after building it up for the last few years. Uh, We've got a small team. Half of our time, I would say, is developing new products with our clients and partners, uh, putting a lot of proposals out there, seeing what kind of companies we can work with. And then the other half is you know, developing the company itself. We've got a long way to go. Uh, we're kind of, what, five, six months into operations now. And there's a lot of branding, sponsorships, working with creators, working with brands, uh, you know, establishing our social presence, a lot of media education. There's a lot that we've still kind of got to go through as a new business. And I would say that's those two things are the main things we do on a day-to-day basis. Awesome. So tell us a little about the keyboards. What kind of, you know, makes them different from a regular standard one and, you know, the other competitors in the mechanical keyboard space? Sure. So our approach, uh, I think, is what really defines us. We want to create keyboards that really unlock the potential of the clients and partners we work with. And, you know, there's a a lot of technical aspects of mechanical keyboards that I could get into. Um, If you've, most people have used many different keyboards and they're typically made with ABS plastics. They, they're more mass manufactured. They're cheaper. They sound cheaper, feel cheaper. They get greasy. We've all had that experience of touching a keyboard and it leaves like a grease mark behind, right? Even if you clean your hands uh, when you get sweaty. And so one technical thing that makes our product pretty different, even amongst the mechanical keyboard industry is our almost complete focus on PBT plastic. So our keycaps made with dye sublimation, uh, which is, you know, uh, essentially translates to you can image any shape or form or whatever on the keycaps, including logos and and brand novelties. Uh, but the PBT aspect, that type of plastic makes it very kind of grease resistant. Uh, they're much more durable. They, in, in my opinion, our opinion has a more pleasant sound and feel to them. And most importantly, unlocks all those creative options. And so we really went uh, at the esports space thinking, well, most people are are used to the branding of the keyboards they buy, like HyperX, SteelSeries, Logitech, Razer. Uh, but let's give them something. Let's provide something where you can have the brands of the esports teams they follow or the players they follow or the games they play. And let's really help the the average daily player customize their keyboard to represent them and help them feel more attached to their keyboard. That's really our, I think, secret sauce in terms of how we approach the market and want to open up this industry for everybody. Amazing. So do the keycaps, do they work on all keyboards or only keyboards that you guys create? How does that work? So mechanical keyboards are pretty diverse in size. Gamers will know that you know you can get as small as 60% to game on, up to people use TKLs in full sizes. There's all these other crazy ones like ortho split keyboards. 70%, right? 75%, 65%. They're all different formats. And the strength of our company is we can create kits. And if you look at the products we put out with Cloud9 or Washington Justice, they're all slightly different in the number of keycaps they have. And depending on you know, the kind of keyboards they want to cover, we usually make sure that they work with the the vast majority of mechanical keyboards on the market, right down to a 60% up to a full size. Um, and, and some of the 
alternative sizes, let's say, in coverage. Uh, but as long as it's a mechanical keyboard, it doesn't have a proprietary switch like some of the companies have, Cherry MX switches, then our products will work on nearly all of them. Or we can design them to work on every particular keyboard. So other than grease resistant, what other benefits as a gamer see for them? And maybe if I'm a non-gamer, just a more you know business person that types all day. Sure. Uh, so that's a big thing we're trying to introduce to the market more. Mechanical keyboards, uh, you know, until you try it, you really don't know. Most people these days, you know, only know their Dell keyboards or Apple keyboards, their laptop keyboards. But mechanical keyboards are, and I'll and I'll say this here, and I'll die by this phrase: uh, they're objectively better than the more mass market, off the shelf stuff. They're more responsive. They're more accurate. You can type faster on them. And most importantly for us, they feel, look, and sound better. There's just a better quality to it. Um, and it's like driving a sports car versus, you know, a used car from 20 so years ago. So you're, you're telling me I need to get me a mechanical keyboard. Uh, you absolutely need one. Even even outside of gaming, there are many people in love with this industry and this hobby because, again, they sound better, look better. You can customize it the way you want to, with the colors you want, with the feel you want. You can modify the keyboards to really suit your preferences. And that's really the goal of the mechanical keyboard hobby and industry as a whole. We want to provide spaces where, you know, if you have a certain aesthetic, maybe it's more gamer aesthetic or cutesy anime aesthetic, you can really find, and if you can't find it, you can help create something that fits that demographic and that type of market. And we really welcome all types of people. And our customer base is fairly diverse. We have a lot of clients and partners in esports and gaming, but also in tech, like you mentioned, we've worked with Google, with Twitter, um, you know, people in computer science and coders, they use mechanical keyboards very often. They prefer them, again, for the performance value. Uh, also important for them is that they can customize the key binds, they can flash the firmware for the layout of the keyboard. So that's great for people who work a lot on the computer. But even, you know, normal people who work desk jobs or stream or watch YouTube, uh, use Netflix, we're all doing it through a keyboard. So why not make that keyboard just overall better for your day-to-day enjoyment? And, you know, even if you don't rely on it for work or for gaming, there there's something really pleasant and, and gratifying about uh, a well-tuned and personally customized keyboard. And that's, that's what we really want to introduce to uh, other industries, especially. Absolutely. So I know you've kind of mentioned it and we've kind of talked about it a little. So you've kind of worked with some top esports organizations, including Team Liquid and Cloud9. Tell us a bit more about these. What did you guys create and what were the results like? Sure. So in the beginning, again, we thought it was you know a natural match, a match made in heaven. Esports teams themselves, their fan base, the gamers that watch them, for the most part, mechanical keyboards are fairly common in, in this space, right? Gamers uh, use them all the time. PC gamers will swear by them. And so for us, we thought, well, if we could customize these keycaps, especially for top esports teams, people who love Cloud9 or TSM or Team Liquid or 100 Thieves, you know, love the players that they follow, watch their streams, let's give them a product that makes them feel more connected. To the brand. And, and these brands have historically done the typical merchandise route, right? Like the custom t-shirts or the hoodies, maybe a mouse pad, and they get sponsorships from the big box keyboard manufacturers. But we thought, well, for esports and gaming, maybe it makes more sense to brand the keyboard and the keycaps rather than clothing that people can wear. It's something that everybody will touch every day. You'll see it every day. And it, it just adds on to that 
cultural force and momentum that esports teams have. We really thought that keycaps, custom keycaps would not necessarily replace the the jerseys and the clothing, but add a whole new dimension to how these esports teams can connect with their fans and customers uh, and get their brands into people's homes, right? And we've we've seen this a lot with legacy sports. People have signed jerseys and they have the cups they get when they go to the games. We wanted to add to that kind of catalog of things that people could really cherish by introducing custom keycaps to the esports space. Yeah, it's memorabilia souvenirs. It's one of these things where like you and what's nice about it and what I thought was really unique is you could have different capsule collections where this com- you know commemorates Cloud 9's, you know, LCS victory and this exactly. was, you know, Team Wickwood winning the, you know, worlds and it just you could start as a fan, you could get this limited drop and some of them can be signed from some of the players or the ownership or you know, it just gives you a lot of avenues to build on your fandom and people that are part of this true fan, this community. And as you mentioned, a lot of them are playing these games. So to be able to have their great keyboards with, you know, a limited edition, you know, of the team that they love, it's a lot of possibilities. Exactly. That's exactly right. And what was exciting for us is that we started with this initial idea of putting esports teams, brands on keyboards, right? Again, just like jerseys, just like other memorabilia. But as we all know, the esports space is really diverse, right? They have each team has sub teams for different games. They have content creators and ambassadors. They have local events, tournaments. In the case of companies like Cloud9 and Team Liquid, they're doing brand collaborations and licenses. Team Liquid did the uh, Team Liquid by Naruto collaboration last year. We actually made the first uh, licensed anime set, keycap set with, with Team Liquid for Naruto and Akatsuki. And those, all of those aspects of the esports industry, uh, which are, you know, fundamentally cultural, they're, they're branching into all lifestyle and fashion and day to day fun stuff that people love. Even if you don't like gaming, there's something in it for other people when it comes to esports teams and the esports sector. All of those presented new opportunities for us to get engaged. How can we amplify those aspects of the esports industry and how can we really solidify them for people who love Naruto when they discover Team Liquid, for example, or or want to be part of other cultural aspects and facets of uh, of the industry. 100%. So in addition to the team-branded you know, keycaps and keyboards, you're also working on specific gamer and streamer-branded merch. So kind of why did you, you know, expand there and how did this come about? So this is our next big step in integrating more with especially the gaming sector, but this applies to a lot of other creators we're working with as well. Uh, we haven't launched any projects yet in, in this umbrella of products, but we're, we're going to start seeing this a lot soon. We're starting to work with agencies. We're starting to work with specific creators, media brands in YouTube, Twitch, uh, TikTok. And it's, it's introducing a new aspect of the creator economy. For us, when we talk to a lot of streamers and you even streamers with a lot of followers, they it seems like their main issue is settling on a consistent revenue flow for them. Even if they have big brands, even if they have big audiences, they have to rely on ad revenue, which can be inconsistent on some of these platforms, subscriptions in the case of Twitch or YouTube. And sometimes they'll do merch. Sometimes yeah, they'll do and it's like how many hats and hoodies and t- hat, t-shirts can you sell? 
Exactly. I no matter how big of a fan you are of a particular streamer, you're probably not going to buy more than one or two hoodies, right? Or or a handful of them. And even if you are hardcore one, there's there's usually going to be a limit for the average consumer. And only the biggest brands who have millions of followers can kind of pull off those merchandise drops. And our perspective on it is that because you're basically trying to sell, um, you know oranges to someone who came to you to buy apples, right? You're selling them fashion merch when they when they came to you for content. And that's where, again, we're excited about the potential of keyboards because even if it's not in gaming, but especially in gaming, you're engaging with that creator with your keyboard. You're leaving comments, you're sending donations, you're creating content with them in their discords. The connection is through your fingertips and, and, and the keyboard. And so with creators, even outside of gaming, we thought this would be a fantastic way to brand keycap products or keyboard products and get those, the people that support and engage you, with you on a daily basis. And it's it's the same logic, but we saw a new market opportunity to, to help creators grow and to help build their brands. Definitely. I think that's one thing as someone who, you know, works with a lot of talent and, you know, also advises people in all these spaces, having unique stuff that fans can buy, especially if it's limited edition, if it's designed by them, when you have these, you know, collabs, or maybe you have a noted street artist that makes a reinterpretation of your logo and that becomes the limited edition keycap. And it's just like so much potential there. And I also important to note, I think, Creators have typically looked at merchandise as something they do later on when they're bigger, right? Like, oh, I I probably can't sell a thousand hoodies because I only have 500 followers. What we're starting to see with keycaps, because it's bringing together so many interests uh, at once, whether it's from gaming or work or the mechanical keyboard hobby, we're seeing a lot of creators, even young creators and new ones, use our products to boost their signal, right? To say, hey, look at me, I'm doing something cool. I'm doing something cool for my community, my fans and viewers, and that helps them grow. And that's why we always, even with the big teams or the smaller creators, we try to be as involved in their basically business model when it comes to merchandise to help them get to where they want to get to. And because we have the benefit of this being a really new type of product, we haven't seen custom keycaps in the general market uh, very often or really at all uh, outside of really special editions. Now we have the opportunity to help even smaller teams and smaller creators grow exponentially because they're bringing something new and novel to their general audiences. Awesome. So kind of building from that point, are there kind of any minimum metrics or notoriety that might be needed to sell this? You know, how do you kind of decide who you might work with or that might be a good fit for the product? I would say the main thing we look for is organizations and creators that want to work more closely with us and innovate on what we're doing. And so with our products, like I mentioned, you can customize all aspects of it. You can customize the product itself, how it's designed, what size it is, what is added into the kit. But then we're also focused on how they're distributed, whether it's on giveaways for streams or discords, at conferences and events, meet and greets. We are trying to really seed the idea of custom keyboards in the general market. And so we're much more focused on how can we do things differently with keyboards? We don't just want to stack the shelves with them and sell them. That's just part of the business. And so we're we're generally more excited when creators or agencies and brands come to us and say, hey, we have this 
marketing campaign that we want to do something for, or we have our national conference that we're doing for our tech company. This is really what kind of sparks our inspiration. And it's not we it's not that we just only work with large teams and organizations. There are many teams that we've worked with that are much smaller orders, and we're we're happy to work with people that are genuinely excited about the product, see the vision of where we could go with the product, and and those are the people that we tend to work very closely with. Definitely, I think that there's a lot of levels from just the professional scene to you know the whole amateur in college and high school and middle <laughs> school. Like I think that you know, the next generation of, you know, gamers and just computer enthusiasts is another part of this whole business where it's almost training them at a young age of how, you know, what is it, you just plug it into USB port and now you can use it or how does that kind of work? Well, there's, there's a couple different product lines that we do offer. Uh, so for some, this typically doesn't happen as much in gaming because again, people have mechanical keyboards, but for let's say tech companies like Google will, we'll customize and put together fully custom DIY bundles of keyboards. And we'll actually hold a class with their teams to show them this is a mechanical keyboard, these are the different parts, this is how you put it together and give them a full end-to-end experience. With the eSports space, because keyboards are more common, we produce specific key sets just for their retail. So we'll have Cloud9 branded keycaps or uh, you know Team Liquid branded keycaps. By the way, keep an eye out for Evo next week. There's going to be a big announcement from one of the teams with a, a new product reveal. So those kinds of in the esports industry and gaming, we we provide just the keycaps as well, which keeps things affordable and accessible for a lot of the uh, the, the fan base. Amazing. So I know you're also working on some stuff with .x. Tell us about that. Yes, so uh, .x is a new partnership that we just announced. We haven't released that many details about it. But basically, to sum it up, they are one of the premier, if not the premier platform for merchandise of of big streamers. So they have Doctors Disrespect, XQC, Summit 1G, uh, a lot of big names. And they are essentially the agency where they develop merchandise, you know, clothing drops, and sell merch that you know is is representative of those streamers our partnership marks uh, really i believe the first of its kind where we're going to supply well there's two things first we're going to be supplying custom products that represent the streamers on their roster the streamers and the teams so in the near future we, we haven't um released any info yet but we're developing these things now we'll have you know you'll have your favorite streamer that you watch you'll be able to go on .x and then get the keycaps designed in collaboration with those streamers. And so this is exciting for us because now we're suddenly opening the doors to many different creators. We're setting the standards for the industry and trying to, again, pry open that market for people to see what's possible when it comes to custom keycaps, whether it's for an esports team or an individual creator. And then the second thing that we're excited about is that we'll have our own store. We're, we're a B2B company. So we usually only make what our clients and partners want to work on us, uh, work with us on. And now with our own store, we're going to be able to push some really uh, unique products. So for example, we're working now on some gaming licensed products, uh, some fashion brands, and we're going to bring them to market and, and show the world what's possible with the crossover of different industries into gaming uh, under Infinity. 
That's awesome. So it definitely sounds like, you know, there's a lot going on over there. So what advice do you have for, you know, gamers and teams that are kind of looking to work with you? Just reach out. Tell us about yourself. Tell us what makes you unique. Uh, I think there's a lot of room for innovation in esports. And in, over the last few years, you've started to see the big names really solidify their spot in the top five or top 10, right? And we all know that the typical names, 100 Thieves, TSM, Cloud9, Team Liquid. But there are a lot of local teams starting in cities. There are a lot of smaller teams, college teams. And it doesn't have to be the way legacy sports used to work with a couple teams dominating everything, all the commercials, all the merch. We can do a lot of creative things with teams. And if you're creative, if you're agile, we're interested in figuring out how we can work with you to help, again, boost your signal and get your name out there. Uh, there's a real marketing tactic here uh, involved with keycaps. And you can start to build, even from a, a, a newer level, a dedicated fan base and a, and a de dedicated contingency of fans that will be there with you because you rewarded them with something so cool and interesting. So we're very open to talking with even the smaller teams, newer teams, and seeing what they have planned for their communities. Absolutely. So what advice do you have for anyone trying to work in the esports and gaming business? In general for esports and gaming, I would say I used to work in crypto and blockchain before starting this company. And I see a lot of parallels, meaning there well, esports is still very much a young industry. And that's crazy to say, given that FaZe just went public and we have these billion dollar teams and there's so much going on with gaming and esports. But I think this industry is going to continue to grow and unfold, meaning there's going to be a bigger fashion play from the industry. There's going to be more local organization and, and local esports arenas. There's going to be more events. There's going to be a much more diverse ecosystem that emerges, even from now, as massive as it is, that branches into different technologies and industries and sectors. We're seeing esports get more involved with AR, VR, and metaverse. We're seeing it get more involved with fashion brands, with food brands uh, and services, travel. And in my opinion, I think the esports industry is going to continue to grow to become much more diverse than legacy sports. And if you are an individual and you have certain interests or you have a certain background, there's probably a place for you to make your mark and to introduce your skill set to the industry. Some things are very obvious. Obviously, if you're a talented gamer, you can fit into the esports space fairly easily. Um, things like sound engineering or event organizing, there's always a place for this in esports from what I've seen. But even the more creative sides, like the technological ones or the hobbyist ones, look at our company. We're, we're approaching it from a unique merchandise uh, perspective. And without, I personally don't have that much background uh, and knowledge of the esports industry up until maybe a few years ago. And through a bit of research and a bit of understanding what's going on, I've and my team have been able to build something that is starting to really impact what esports is doing in our own little way. And I think many people will find other opportunities to do the same thing. Definitely. And you know, for those out there, definitely check out my book if you need a little bit more of a peek into the esports business and you know, kind of bringing this towards the end. You know, what's your favorite part about working in the esports and gaming world? The favorite part is definitely the excitement and enthusiasm. Every aspect of this business or this industry is super exciting. And I haven't yet met a person, you know, if you talk to 
accountants, some people don't really like their jobs or other industries, you know, people work in them, but they're not super passionate about them. In gaming and esports, everybody loves gaming and esports. That's maybe I'm missing out. Maybe there are some people who don't like it as much and they just see it as a job. For the, but for the most part, it's, an, it's one of the rare industries that attracts people who truly love the ecosystem they're in. And working with these teams, these brands, these companies, hardware companies, software, uh, you know, the, the players themselves, everyone really has this massive emotional stake in what's going on. And it's, it's just a buzz uh, and really a vibe when it comes to people getting into the space, committing themselves and helping the, helping the industry grow. 100%. I think that's one of the things that you know, it's one of these passion industries, but everyone really also enjoys it and exactly. wants to do well by it. So what's the future for Infinity Key? Where are you guys going from here? The future? Well, we we have a lot set up in the pipeline. We're going to be bringing keyboards to all levels of the market opening up our level of services, changing the way we do manufacturing, working with more teams and more companies. We, again, we just, we just want to open it up to everybody to come work with us and really set the standard in the market when it comes to custom keyboard products. And our overall goal, and I don't know if this will take three years, five years, 50 years, but my, my personal goal and what I share with the team is we want to see a future where people truly love their keyboard. They love and appreciate them. The same way that you love and appreciate your car or your fountain pen if you're a writer or your watch if you're a watch collector. There are things in our lives that we, could, we couldn't live without and it helps define us in some emotional way or some technical and productive way. It makes us perform better every day, just like a good pair of sneakers or a good tennis racket or road bike. You feel like you, you yourself as a person are performing at an empowered level, whether it's for your work, for gaming, for anything when it comes to computers and computers are becoming, you know, computers and keyboards are becoming a bigger part of our everyday life. We want people to have that same feeling when it comes to keycaps. It's a bit of our grand vision or keycaps and keyboards. It's our grand vision, but we truly believe that if we bring more diversity, more innovation into this market, people are going to find things that they truly love about their keyboard and they'll customize it. It'll fit their lifestyle, their ambitions. And yeah, we, we really want everyone to feel empowered by the keyboards we create. Awesome. Well, it definitely sounds like there's some amazing stuff on the horizon. So try to end each episode with my three questions. So what's your favorite game to watch? My favorite game to watch I haven't watched esports recently, but I would say the most competitive game I still watch every so often is Fortnite. That is probably the game that opened my eyes to the creators and the ecosystem and the sponsorships and brands involved in esports. Uh, but and it's also a very technical game, and so I've always watched, you know, people like uh, It's Jerrion or Benji Fishy at NRG, and uh, you know. Uh, Mr. Savage and, and these creators. Uh, and it's amazing. One other aspect that makes it a crazy game to watch is how young these players are, how talented and engaging they are. Uh, and it's it's fun to watch Fortnite for me. So what's your favorite game to play? My favorite game to play these days, uh, I've been much more into... I guess these days I've been o- trying to open my gaming repertoire a bit. Um, I have some of my team members who are really into fighting games. So Street Fighter, Tekken, 
Um, Guilty Gear. They've been trying to get me into it, even though I'm terrible. Uh, but then also, I'm, I've always been fascinated by the indie game market. There are roguelites and roguelikes, strategy games. Uh, really, I, I'm, I typically like to play games to learn about those specific genres and what these developers are doing. Um, I'm not as competitive as other gamers are, uh, but I'm always interested in the innovation that happens, similar to how people follow you know, movies and TV shows and art, the art industry for innovation. Um, it's, yeah, I, I think indie games is something that I've been getting into more these days. Amazing. Who's your favorite video game character? My favorite video game character? Um, the coolest and funnest one that comes to mind is uh, Solid Snake from Metal Gear. Uh, let's see. Another favorite character. I believe his name was Ramza from Final Fantasy Tactics. That's one of my most played games. Um, I'm a big tactical strategy guy. And that's that's one game I played over and over and over again in my childhood. Um, but yeah, there's so many unique ones. Um, I, yeah, I guess those two are the ones that come to mind first. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us and telling us about all the stuff you're working on. So where can everyone get in touch with you guys and see what you're working on? The easiest way, again, my name is Michael. You can go to infiniki.xyz. That's I-N-I-F-I-N-I-K-E-Y dot X-Y-Z. You can find all of our socials, YouTube channel, Instagram, email there. And yeah, shoot us an email. Say hi to our team. Tell us who you are, what you're working on, what you'd like to do, any initial ideas. And uh, we're, we're, again, always open to meeting new people, seeing how we can help in this industry and help their specific brand. Amazing. So thanks everybody again for tuning in and make sure to follow me on Twitter, Justin J-E-S-Q, and check Apple Podcasts for all our past episodes.